0: We doing this morning? Yeah. You sure? This is still the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. You can rejoice that you get to hear the Mexican one more time. Uh, it's always a good thing, isn't it? Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm sorry if you're new. Please give us another chance. There's going to be another minister next week. Uh, give us one more chance. Um, but this morning, uh, I wanted to, to bring to you all, um, I wanted to stick with the theme of Advent about peace. And I love this picture, right? It's a pretty awesome picture, is it not? Um, does anybody feel that way this morning? <laughs> that they're in the midst of a storm? Has anybody felt that way in their life? To where you feel like this storm is gonna overcome you. Is there anybody here that can relate? Amen. So this morning I wanna dive in, but of course, before we get started, I want to go before the Lord in prayer. Is that okay? And I want him to ask, I want to ask him to be with us this morning and as we read his word. Is that okay? Let's go forth, Lord, in prayer. Father, thank you so much for this day. God, for all that you're doing already in the hearts of your people. God, I thank you for those the desires that you have for us. <laughs> the purposes that you have for us. Uh, and that are coming. We don't even have them yet. But they're coming. This morning, Lord, I pray that you would um, ignite us. You would infiltrate our hearts this morning. That you would go through the caverns of our souls this morning. That you would blow through. Father, take out those things that you desire us not to do and to be. Replace them, Father, with those things of your spirit, the fruit of the spirit, Lord. Lord, we need you. Each and every one of us needs you this morning. We need a touch from you. We need to know, God, that you're the Lord of our lives. <laughs> Sometimes we need to be reminded to be still and know that you're God. We're, we commit this time unto you, Lord, with the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. And all God's people say, amen. amen. I'm going to do a little, a little something different than time to hand out. Go we'll figure. I want you to turn with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter 8 and verse 23. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 23. Um, If you do not have a Bible, we do have Bibles on either side. You're welcome to grab them, to take them home with you, to keep them if you do not have one of your own. But uh, how many know the Word of God is the standard for our lives? Amen? Amen. We certainly believe that Renovation Vineyard Church is this to be the case. Uh, it is the only standard that we have for our lives. Amen? Um, and so uh, the Bible says in John 1, 1, the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's how important this Word is. It brings life to these bones. Amen? How many people need life in our bones? <laughs> His life. If you're there, say Amen? Matthew chapter 8, verse 23, and we're going to go to 27. I'm reading the, um, the ESV version of this. Um, and so just so you know, it might be a little different. It is up here as well. It will be up here as we go. Uh, let's read God's word. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him, speaking of Jesus, of course. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O ye of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the seas, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? what sort of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? Do you have that man in your life? I'm not talking about the one sitting next to your side. I'm talking about this man that even the winds and the sea obey him. And I'm here to tell you this morning, church, that the winds and the seas still know his name. They still obey him. Do you believe that this morning? Yes. I want to tell you this morning that Jesus is still in the storm-calming business. Amen? Amen. It's important for you to understand that he can still calm the storms of your lives. If you believe that, say amen this morning. Amen. Because so oftentimes we are just like these disciples and say, save us, Lord. We're perishing. Fear gripped their hearts. It's fear of God. I ask you a question, is fear of God? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, the word says that I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but one of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That's what I give you. So where does fear come from then? The enemy. We spoke about him a couple weeks back when I was ministering, remember? The Bible says he came, but to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have Life and have it more abundant. Do you believe that this morning? The Bible also says, Fear not the the one that can take this flesh, but fear the one that can take the spirit and the soul. This is temporary, it's only temporary. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. This is temporary. And the, when they went and woke him saying, Save us, Lord. We're perishing. <laughs> Turn with me, if you would, to Philippians 4, 7, because I think it interesting that when everybody else was full of fear, when everybody else was full of doubt, When everybody else was being ruled by the circumstances and the situations around them, that Jesus was doing what? (laughs) Isn't that awesome, man? Isn't that awesome? Jesus was sleeping. Was he full of fear? I don't know about you, but you know, it's always most peaceful to see a baby, little baby. Completely out, just gone, just just out. Just so sound asleep that it doesn't matter what kind of noises that you make, who's around, just like this little guy right here, got a dumb Mexican up here uh, preaching the word of God, and he got this little baby, just sound asleep. Doesn't know anything, doesn't care about anything, doesn't, all he's got is mama and that's all he cares about. Amen? In perfect peace. Jesus was like that baby. He was sleeping. He was out. He had to be woken up from his sleep. That's a pretty deep sleep, is it not? Especially if the word of God says the winds and waves were such that they were lapping under the boat. I don't know about you, but I don't know if I could sleep on a boat. We got some fishermen in here. And, I, you know, I've been in six-foot waves. I have, going on a fishing trip. And, uh, you know, I didn't like it. Let's just put it that way. I didn't. This, this Mexican wasn't made to swim in seas like that. It just wasn't. I don't like it at all. And it was unnerving and unsettling for me, and I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like it one bit. And believe you me, with the boat rocking like it was... There's no way, I don't believe, that this guy, unless he was heavily drugged uh, (laughs) with some of the drugs that are out there to calm you, um, I don't believe this guy would be sleeping in that boat. But here's Jesus having a teaching moment during a storm with his disciples. Um... Philippians 4, 7 says this. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Sorry. Okay. In Christ Jesus. Understand the reason that you can have peace in the midst of a storm is because the peace that Philippians is talking about right here is not from... This world. Do you understand? It's not value. It doesn't come from the man made drugs that are out there. It doesn't come from the calming words of a counselor. It comes from the counselor. It comes from above. Jesus had that peace. Philippians says, that That it's a peace that surpasses all understanding. In other words, it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense that Jesus was able to sleep in the midst of a storm. It just doesn't make sense. That's the peace that I'm talking about this morning. This is the peace that is brought to you from above. The peace that we can have because of who the Holy Spirit is within us. Amen. Peace is the fruit of the Spirit, is it not? It's what He brings to the table. And I promise you, He, he brings so much more than we do. I need mean His peace. Y'all, um, one of, one of my greatest joys uh, of coming to church is, is not being up behind the pulpit. One of my greatest joys when I, when I serve at this church is being able to pray with people. Honestly, that's my joy. I love getting in the trenches with folks and going before the Lord with them. Because the Bible says we're two agree. It'll be done for them. Amen. When I'm agreeing with that person, for whatever it is, I feel like I'm connecting with that person before the Lord. Amen? Um, And just a side note, we are, some of you may have signed up. We had a sign up not too long ago for the prayer team. Um, And we are... um, we're going to be doing some training very soon with that, uh, which I'm excited about. But uh, you guys that are on the prayer team currently, uh, if you didn't get an email, we are going to be meeting this Monday at 6 o'clock uh, here at the church. Um, so if you didn't and or if you've been on the prayer team prior to and would like to reconnect, we certainly would love to have you at um, 6 o'clock tomorrow night uh, here at the church. Um, is that right, Amy? Did I say that right? Okay. Uh, I don't want to get the Mondays wrong. Um, I mentioned again a couple weeks ago that um, the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive Amen and in a season of giving right I want to encourage you to be able to give of your talents as well um, if you don't serve currently in church I invite you to I invite you to give your talents to this congregation, amen, Uh, we need you, we want you, Uh, it's important that you're you're giving in some way, shape, or form, not just monetarily, I'm not talking money here, I'm talking about your time, I'm talking about your efforts, I'm talking about the gifts that God's God's given you, the talents that you have, because believe you me, each and every one of you have a talent that God's given you, do you believe that? Each and every one of you can affect, positively affect someone's circumstances here in this congregation, amen? Amen. We are corporately the church. We are corporately the body of believers. It's not these four walls. This is just a warehouse. You, folks, are the church. You, folks, can positively affect someone's circumstances in this room. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. Then do something about it, Can you do that for me? We've got signups over there right now. And again, if you love to pray, but you've never maybe prayed with somebody, I'm telling you, it, it changes your life. It really does. It really does. Go beyond your fears. Again, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Go beyond your fears. Your uncomfortableness. And I want to encourage you. Sign up time. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. How many know we need to surpass our understanding? (laughs) Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. What is our understanding? What we see, what we think, what we feel, what we think we know, (laughs) what we hear. Those are our understandings. He doesn't deal with those understandings. He said, trust not in those, trust in me, God says. Do you trust him this morning, church? Do you trust him this morning? John 14, 12 says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. I want you to understand that God has not just given us examples through Jesus Christ, but he's saying you're going to do greater things than I did, Jesus said. Greater things will you do. Now, I don't know about you, but I just read a passage where he called the seas and the winds. Is that a big deal? It's a pretty big deal. I believe it was Elijah. He was a man just like us, the Bible says, and he prayed, and it didn't rain for three years. Is that a big deal? Here, the Bible is attributing not some. It not get any rain for that length of time from someone praying. Is that you? Does that pertain to you, church? Do we have the right to do that? Do we have the authority to do that? Do we have the means to be able to do that? We do. But I want to say one of the biggest things that I pray when I'm praying with folks up here is for peace. Because so many times, unfortunately, doubt, fear, anxiousness, these things cloud our minds. The Bible says the enemy knows the sin that so easily besets us. In other words, he knows what trips us up. He knows what makes us fall very easily, does he not? And he knows that if he can get you worrying about something, being anxious about something, trying to take it back from the Lord, if you will, he loves to do that. You see, because what we do as Christians we understand that we need to pray. We understand that there's power in prayer, or so we say. Um, and so what we do is we go before the Lord, and, and we bring our little suitcase, right? And let's just say all of our cares are in this little suitcase, right? But let's be honest. It's a little bigger than that, is it not? So we, we bring our cares to the Lord, do we not? Sometimes it gets so heavy we need, a, we need the wheels, right? We bring our cares to the Lord. Well, let's, let's be honest. It's normally a little bigger than that, is it not? So we bring our cares to the Lord, right? So we're praying and we bring our cares. The Bible says, cast our cares before the Lord. So we bring them to God. And some of us, before we're done praying... We're already gathering them up. Let's be honest. Some of us have all three of these. Do we not? (laughs) We're gathering up. Okay, thanks God. Will you handle these for me? I appreciate it. We're taking them right back from them, aren't we? Some of us will give it some time. (laughs) We'll pray. We'll ask the Lord. I'm believing God. I'm strong. I'm believing. Your word says it. If we ask, it will be done for us. So I'm believing. I'm Until one or two weeks later, the enemy's worked on us so much that fear and anxiousness, that anxiety gets us because we, we can't stop thinking about it. Amen. Amen. All of a sudden, that trust scripture doesn't come to mind anymore because we still see... Our understanding, we see what's going on, and God, that situation hasn't changed yet, and I prayed about it two weeks ago, and you still haven't answered it. <laughs> so what do we end up doing? Okay, God, listen, I'll, I'm going to still, listen, I want it to be in your court, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still go ahead, and I'm going to take this stuff back, and I'm going to, because I think I can do a better job, is what we're saying. We might not vocalize that. But is that not what we're saying? You know what, God? I can take care of it. I'll I'll do it. You know what? You don't don't need to worry about it anymore. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. When we cast our cares before the Lord, we've got to be able to trust that he can do exactly what What he said. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think God can do. Do you believe that this morning, church? Do you believe that he can take care of anything, everything that you have on your plate right now? Do you believe that this morning, church? Some of you may have come in heavy burdened this morning. Some of you may have come in with a lot on your mind, a lot on your plate, a lot on your heart. But I want you to know this morning that God is in the calming business still. The storm-calming business still. He's still there. Peace. Be still. I want you to understand that Jesus spoke a word. He spoke it. The Bible said, he said, peace, be still.' He spoke to his storm. Proverbs 18, 21, put it up on the screen for me if you would please. And the Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, church. I want you to understand this morning that God has given us the authority to speak to these storms. They don't have authority over us. They don't. And Jesus gave us an amazing example here. In Matthew saying, speak to them. They will stop. They will cease. They will be still. Peace. Be still. Life and death. On the power of the tongue, that spoken word. We need to learn how to speak to our circumstances and our situations. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Peace. Be still. And you say, well, Jay, I don't, I don't know if, if my prayers are even being heard. I don't know that God hears my prayers. I don't, I don't feel like they're making it past my ceiling in my house. Luke 17, 6 says this. And the Lord said, if you have the faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. My Bible says each one of us has has been given a measure of faith. Let's be honest. If you're here this morning, you believe that there's a God for the most part. We might have some unbelievers that just came in and said, I'm going to give it a try. And I I hope there are. That's what we're after. That's what we want. But I think for the most part, most of you have have made a commitment to Christ. Most of you believe that there is a God. Amen. So if you believe that there is a God. That's the biggest step, is it not? What's stopping you from believing that God can do what you need to be done? What's stopping you? Who said it can't be done? Who are you listening to this morning? Are you listening to a God that's saying, uh, if you have a faith of a mustard seed, you can move mountains? Or are you going to listen to an enemy that's saying, it can't be done. Don't waste your time. Don't bother God with that little thing. You can't do it. You, 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 you know your track record. I know your past history. You're not worthy of what you're asking for. Whatever the case may be, that's how the enemy operates. Amen. But my God says if you just believe if you just believe watch me do what I say I'll do. Watch me do what you ask me to do. Just give me a chance. Speak it. Life and death and the power of the tongue. Speak life into what you're needing. Speak death into that storm. Peace be still in Jesus' name. Do you believe? Matthew 12, or excuse me, Matthew 21, 22 says it this way. And whatever he asks in prayer, you will receive if you had faith. Do you believe that this morning? What is that whatsoever? What is the whatsoever in your life? What is that to you? If you believe whatsoever you ask, Let me go back a little further. What are you asking? Or are you asking? James 4 2 says, You have not because you ask not. Hmm. So, first of all, we need to ask, do we not? And then when we ask, we need to ask believing that it will be done for us by our Father in heaven. you we need that childlike faith. Do we not? My daughter Ariana, she's still young enough, she's seven years old, that she believes that daddy can do anything. <laughs> she believes daddy can fix anything. Oh, just dad will do it. Dad can do it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Greater faith than you have, little lady. Do you have that childlike faith this morning, church? Are you asking this morning? Miss Cookie, if you would please, can you come up? Can we get this mic live here, guys, again? Cookie shared with me something this morning that uh, that I think is important for you guys to know. And so, um, Cookie's going to share a, a testimony for us this morning.
1: Good morning. First of all, I want to say that what I have to say, no way diminishes the tragic events in Tennessee. We all need to remember to keep them in our prayers. And just because it's in Tennessee and not in our own backyard, we do have church family members who have been affected by that. So please remember our friends in Tennessee. Now, what I'm about to say refers to last weekend. A lot of you know where I went last weekend. And so, I have learned since I have been coming to Renovation Vineyard Church to pay attention to the Lord when he talks to you. Even the still, small voice that you don't know where it's coming from or why it's coming. But last weekend, on Sunday, as I said goodbye to my grandson and started home, there was this inner voice saying, pray, pray, pray for your grandson. And so I did, not knowing why I was praying, but God knows. He just knows everything, and while that's scary, please learn to trust him because he knows what you need, and he knows when you need it. So I prayed for him mightily, and then driving home from Virginia on Monday morning, here I was on I-95, driving through Richmond, 75 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour. Oh, Did you get that bro? you get that? No, huh? oh. Yeah? Virginia, not.
0: Who yeah. wants to meet you in the back after, after you're
1: done here? Okay? So, 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 anyway, I, I had lost my Fredericksburg, Virginia station that I like to listen to. So, I had to tune to another one. So, I pushed scan. And so, all I picked up were the words oh, Ohio State. And of course, I had to know what they were saying, so I had to quick push the button again so it wouldn't continue scanning, so it'd stay on that station. Well, that's really hard to do when you're trying to pay attention on I-95 through Ripley. And so that's where I learned of the tragic events that happened out at Ohio State last Monday morning. Well, The next thing I know, of course, I don't believe in texting and and doing that when I'm driving, but I always lay my phone where I can see if something comes up on the screen. And I don't have all that other fancy GPS stuff. So anyway, the next thing I glance down and see, I'm okay. And that was a text from my grandson. He was supposed to have a class in that very same building where that terrorist drove his car into the people and then got out and wielded that butcher knife. He overslept. So there is a God, He does hear our prayers. And he does the answer our okay. But that is the one and only time that I'm happy that he overslept the class. <laughs> but please remember to pay attention to those still small voices because they come from God and he knows what you need and he knows when you need it. Amen. Thank you. Mr.
0: So I said to Miss Cookie, I said, was that a coincidence? <laughs> and her reply was, I don't believe in coincidence. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Um, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean out in your own understandings. Uh, and all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. He is working on your behalf, even when you don't know what he's doing. As a matter of fact, the Bible says while we were yet sinners, Christ died on the cross for us. We didn't even know we needed to be saved. He's working on our behalf to make our path straight. So this morning I asked you, where's your storm? Each and every one of us has a storm. Amen? Now, storms, the the frequencies of them sometimes are different, right? The length of the storm are different. The durations, the intensities of the storms are different, are they not? But nonetheless, they're storms. And I don't believe there's just any small storms. you understand know what I'm saying? They're all significant in that I believe that God is trying to teach us something in those storms. Amen. I believe that he's trying to show us something through those storms, just as he showed the disciples In that boat, who was in charge? Where's your storm? Some of you may be going through a storm of life in your marriage. Peace. Be still. Some of you may be going through a storm in your finances. Peace. Be still. Some of you may be going through a storm in your jobs. Peace. Be still. Some of you, it might be your family. Some way, shape, or form. Peace. Be still. Well, some of you, it might be your health. Peace. Be still. Some of you, it might be your mind. Peace, be still. Some of us, it may be just life in general. might be multiple areas in that list that I just named, peace, be still. I want you to understand. Romans eight eleven 11 says this. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Let me remind you, if you are a believer and you've asked Christ Jesus into your heart, guess what? The Holy Spirit of God lives within you. And that same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is now here. And you have all the authority in heaven (laughs) that you need to calm your soul. Do you believe that this morning, church? Do you believe that this morning, church? Stand to your feet if you will, please. What's your storm? What's your storm this morning? Where you at? (laughs) Do a weather check. Where you at? These meteorologists are 50% right. Is that right? (laughs) God's 100% right, isn't he? Where you at this morning? Where you at? Where's your storm, worship team? Come on up. Um, If you, um, yeah, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, the Bible says. Other translation says you can save this mountain and be thou removed and be cast into the sea.
1: Do you believe that God's bigger than the storm?